Hi, and welcome to Conscious Sexuality, the podcast. My name is Jasmine, and I am passionate about empowering women to awaken and reclaim their feminine through various ways and practices. For years, women have been shamed for their sexuality, and I want to share how you can find freedom. I believe a new opportunity awaits those who seek the depths, and as we bring that which hasn't been conscious into the light, freedom is found. This podcast is not just about sexuality, it is an all-encompassing podcast to shine the light into the shadows and explore whatever your heart desires. We will discuss ideas and concepts that will help you find freedom and step into being your most authentic self. The conversation might refer to male or female terms, but it's important for me to let you know that this podcast is affirming of everyone and however they identify. You have a space here. It is also really important to me that I acknowledge the traditional owners of the country, the Pambalong clan of the Awabakal people, and recognize their continuing connection to the land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. Enjoy listening. Hello, and welcome back for another episode on Conscious Sexuality, the podcast. I am really excited to bring you today's guest, Morgan Day Cecil. For those of you who are aware of Morgan, she has been on the show previously and she is also my mentor and coach. And today we have brought Morgan on to chat about the School of Feminine Wholeness. Morgan is currently in the intake of the next round, which kicks off in March 2021. And in today's episode, we chat around what Morgan's been sharing recently, particularly on her social media and in her email list, if you're on there, this new kind of woman. And it's this woman who believes that wholeness is available to her and the permission and the worthiness that comes with that is 100% available to her anyway. I have been in Morgan's first round since March 2020, and it has absolutely changed my life. I am on the coaching track and to become a feminine wholeness method coach. And this school has absolutely blown my mind. It hasn't even been 12 months yet, and I feel like five years have gone by since I started my journey. The depth that you go to with Morgan is amazing and Morgan is so real. She does not pretend to be anybody that she isn't and also she really gives personal attention to every single person that's in her school. She is not the kind of person that just says thank you and goodbye once you're done. She is in it for the long haul with you and this way and this approach of growing through a group format with multiple other women is just amazing. There is literally no words to describe it. So I'll let you get stuck into the episode and you can hear all about it from Morgan. And if you do want to uh, join this school uh, through the various ways that are available, uh, Morgan has put some information in towards the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. And don't hold back. If this is something that you think is for you, then go for it. Okay, 
Enjoy the episode. Hello, Morgan. Welcome back to the show. I'm so honored to be here, Jasmine. I'm so excited that you're coming. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to have favorites. I've decided, you know, like... (laughs) have your inner crew you just do it's just the way of things like the women I mentor they're my favorites and so it's truly an honor to be here yeah yeah well we are all honored to have you come back on the show again for your second time and to share some more juicy wisdom um, and what's going on in your world because there is lots happening Um, for anyone who maybe follows Morgan's Instagram you'll see that she's been talking a lot recently about her up and coming intake for the Embody Academy as well as the coaching track or practitioner training and you've been talking about this new kind of woman Yes, this is what really excites me. Together, reimagining womanhood. Mm. It's like, it is fun to do this alone. I remember when I first started to reimagine womanhood for myself, because womanhood is one of those terms that I didn't really connect to. It took me a while to feel like a woman, even after I was married and had children. I was like, do I identify with being a woman? Like, why do I call myself a girl in my head? Like, why do I still refer to myself like that? And so I went on a journey to reclaim womanhood for myself and to own myself as a woman, to really own every part of myself, sexuality, spirituality, the whole game. And then it dawned on me, like after working with so many women, like whoa, this is a movement here. Like all of us are on this journey of redefining womanhood for ourselves. That in a nutshell is what it means to be on the feminine wholeness journey is really owning yourself and really getting to reclaim it all. Reclaim it all. And I mean it all. That's what gets really exciting. It's like, well, what are you talking about? It's like sexuality, yes. Spirituality, yes. Money and wealth, yes. Career, purpose, yes. Motherhood, yes. All of it belongs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what we're up to in the School of Feminine Wholeness. The School of Feminine Wholeness is home for women who want to reclaim it all in the name of wholeness. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've been part of the first couple of rounds. So I joined in my autumn, but your spring um, in April earlier in 2020. Um, And then we're right in the middle of the spring uh, I get confused <laughs> by the seasons. <laughs> the hemispheres. It's fall round where we are. Okay. Summer Spring for me. Spring, summer round for you. Fall, winter for us. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And so we're right in the middle of all of that. And there is just that amazing group of women that are all together on this path. And you're right. It is, you can do it alone, but it's so much better to do it with others around you it's just it's amplified just the joy of it and also the speed at which you get to reclaim all these parts of yourself because all of us have these various parts and when another woman she gets a breakthrough and let's say reclaiming her sexuality you get to win on that too it's your breakthrough one of the things we always say in there is one woman's freedom is another woman's freedom and you really feel that and it builds after months after months and it's like wow 
we're really doing it. We're taking back the land in these lost places within our, our inner world. And it, at this point, I'm just like, wow, I'm really humbled by it mm. and super excited for all that's to come because now we have a method that's proven and it works and it's repeatable. Yes. Which is yay. So exciting. <laughs> you know, like just like the all the years of development being like, let's try this and let's try this and this works for me and I wonder if it'll work for another woman and, and just like all the tools, right? Because we have tools from trauma therapy. We have tools from hypnotherapy. We have tools from contemplative Christianity, we have tools all across the board from energy healing, from yoga work, from breath work. And what if we just like brought the best of the best mm -hmm. into the mix and chose the tools that were most effective at helping a woman come home to herself, mm -hmm. head, heart, and honeypot. You know, there are different tools to, to really come home to your heart than it is to come home to your mind and your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Now, for a long time for me, I thought, you know, man, uh, I just wish that I could be done with this voice in my head and that it would just leave me alone, that I would just move on and just be heart-centered. I don't want to deal with this ego voice in my head. And it was one of my mentors that just said to me so casually, she's like, I can't wait for the day that you befriend your mind. Oh. And I was like, whoa, that's a possibility? I don't have to be at war with any part of myself, not my heart, not my sexuality, not my honeypot, not my mind either. And so that was years ago. And, mm -hmm. and so it's been a long journey of learning how to, to befriend really these different ways of knowing within me and then helping women do the same to really come into that deepest alignment, which is like that gateway state to whatever you desire. Mm. Why do you think women are looking towards a new kind of, of womanhood. You know, I know for me, my own personal journey, it was because I didn't feel that what was being told to me was right. It didn't sit with me. It wasn't who I wanted to embody. So do you think there's like a common factor as to why women are starting to go, fuck this, like we're <laughs> yeah. sick of this. We're going to yes. do something new now. Yeah, I think it's a perfect storm of some things where women are awakening and the old models that, that doesn't work anymore mm -hmm. and we've awoken enough to decide you know that's not the path that's not the only path i don't know all the paths that are available to me but i know that's not the only one mm -hmm. so it's that type of awakening combined with the the power of social media and we get to see so many ways to show up in the world mm -hmm. all of a sudden all of our minds expand that we're seeing women show up in their uniqueness and their brilliance and, and they're redefining what it means to be a woman mm. and redefining what's possible that yes, you can be a super sexy, fully sovereign woman and a mom. Yeah. Like you could be a six, seven figure CEO and not have it all figured out. You could be, you get to be a goofball. And so I, I just think it's this beautiful opportunity right now where we are awakening and we get this popcorn effect of so many other women awakening and claiming their uniqueness. Mm -hmm. And it's just this, it spurs us all on. It gives us more space and permission within ourselves to, to be a little more courageous with how we're self-expressing and, and really, yeah. What if it was safe to be fully self-expressed as the woman we desire to be? Yeah. What if, what if let's create that possibility. And that's what we're doing. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's also what's powerful when you find a tribe mm. and you feel like, yes, these are, I don't know if all of the world will celebrate this or understand me. Probably most of them won't. They're not there yet. But if these five women or these 20 women have my back, that gives me the courage to um, go a little further outside my comfort zone and start to reclaim what I so desire to experience. Mm -hmm. And a lot of um, women who are starting towards this, they have that desire for self-initiation and they're, they're sick of waiting for somebody else to give them permission. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, because what did we have in the past? What was the model? Like you became a woman um, when you had your period, but then that also meant you were a marriage age. And so mm -hmm. you'd be married off to a man. And that's when you began your womanhood. And so a man is what really initiated you into womanhood. Like mm -hmm. wifedom was mm -hmm. your role or motherhood was your role. And uh, our society is really lacking in the way that it celebrates this threshold moment from adolescence to women. And yeah. so many of the women that I've worked with and my story included, there was such shame around becoming a woman, mm -hmm. shame around getting my period, shame around you know getting breasts and needing a bra instead of feeling honored and celebrated during that time, I felt like I needed to hide. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I wasn't allowed to have all of these feelings about it. I felt like I couldn't ask questions. I felt like it was something to um, to deal with and, and not make a fuss about. And so for me, I needed self-initiation as mm -hmm. a woman, even beyond motherhood, which is a beautiful initiation that we get to experience through our bodies. And it's a powerful, powerful experience. But even after I was a mother and gave birth to two babies, there was still a part of me that felt trapped as a little girl, mm -hmm. like lost in a trance of being a little girl or maybe in my teens and not feeling fully sovereign as a woman. So that word sovereignty is connected to wholeness. And I think a lot of women are longing for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting around this self-initiation part um, because I guess our culture has really watered down ceremonies and you know beautiful practices to welcome us into the different phases of our lives um and it's i know something that i'm trying to tap into more with my own heritage and seeing what um you know the people in my culture what did they do way back that you know helped them to place that sovereignty and that like weight on how we initiate into the different phases of life even um the transition from maiden to mother and how that changes our life and just like also really understanding that these are not light changes these are big changes that we go through as women and i think as we give them more space to meet like mean something to us we discover more about ourselves and what we do desire. Yes. And we can't, we can't get to the place of full responsibility and full power in our life without some form of self-initiation. Mm. That's the, that's the moment where you really have the reins back. You are your own authority and you are responsible for your choices. Mm. And 
you get to make them. You get to make your mistakes. You get to follow the breadcrumbs that are lighting you up. And that sense of responsibility for your life, that you're taking it mm -hmm. and you're going to claim the things that you want. You're going to claim what you value. That is absolutely necessary if a woman is going to live a life on her terms. Mm -hmm. But that's not a given. And that's the, that's the crucial piece is that everyone wants to kind of live their dreams and, and be able to manifest the things that they, they desire. But until that level of self-trust and self-responsibility arrives, it's like there's a part of you, the unconscious part, that's still waiting for someone else to give you permission, that's still waiting to be chosen, that's looking for the external validation for your moment to step into your life. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I never thought of it like that before. And mine was like a real personal story, a part of it where like, I was a, a single mom and man, I felt disqualified from the life that I wanted, which for me, I wanted, you know, I wanted what a lot of women want. It's like a life of romance and adventure and excitement and beauty and sexiness. And then there I was like single mom in it up and not feeling sexy at all. Not, and I was living at home. I was living on food stamps. I, I didn't feel glamorous at all. And I felt like, man, my one ticket to the life that I wanted, I was now disqualified from because what mm -hmm. man is going to choose me? And I really did have this idea that I was a man that was going to usher me into the life that I wanted. Wow. And I mean, I was, I was raised by what I would consider pretty progressive parents. I mean, my parents weren't in the church and my dad even like, they were very encouraging of me to have sex before marriage. I mean, in a lot of ways, super progressive. Um, encouraging me to, you know, have a job and pursue the things that light me up. But still, I was enculturated with this idea that it wasn't, I wasn't really sovereign. I wasn't really the one controlling my, my steps. I needed a man to do that. And so that was a huge wake up call and realization for me being like, whoa, even though I consider myself a modern woman, I'm still playing under these old narratives. Yeah, which which when they're ingrained in us for so long, we often don't realize that they're sitting there. Um, we don't realize that they can be blocks in the way that we're thinking. But then when we yeah reclaim our sovereignty and give ourselves permission to choose life the way that we want to. Yeah, you know. and sexuality is such a powerful place to begin on that. Yeah, I mean it's like the place to begin. I think mm -hmm. it was truly where I began. You know, after just. I was ushered into motherhood, but then the conscious reclaiming of my sovereignty began when I began healing my sexuality and owning my pleasure and really understanding that my body belonged to me, my sexuality belonged to me, my pleasure was good. All of those pieces were necessary. And this is why it's so exciting for what's happening now in the world where women really are waking up to this desire and the work that you're doing in the world, Jasmine, to really help a woman reclaim her pleasure in sex. She doesn't have to live in these experiences and have these experiences of vaginismus define her anymore yeah. or purity culture. And so this is like a gateway drug to like everything else, right? Oh gosh, like, yeah. I mean, you've experienced yeah. it. <laughs> so have I. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Cause I'm, I would say I was very similar as well to, to yourself. Like my journey started around my sexuality. Um, you know, I had the vagin vaginismus going on at the same time, but there was just this element of me that was like, I don't know who I am. Like, I don't know how I want to express myself sexually. How do I 
give myself permission to show up in the world in this fully expressed way that I, I felt came from my sexuality. Um, yeah. and it, if we're cut out from that life force, like our sexuality is our life force energy, yeah. is the source of so much of our creativity, then we're cut off from basically all of the ways we can genuinely authentically express ourselves. Like we can't bypass that. No. I don't feel like we can, you know, mm. I don't feel like we can just learn how to express from the heart and just leave the honeypot as, you know, just forgotten territory. I think we're always going to be missing something until we reclaim our sexuality and really go down there to the source to find that sacred well within of our pleasure and our eroticism and our ecstasy and reclaim it as good. And then from there, so much life. It's like the fountain of youth, the fountain yes. of life, like springs forth. Yes. Yes. That is, yeah, that I love that. I love, and I firmly believe that as well, similar to you. I firmly believe that if we can, you know, come together with our sexuality and find out what it means to us and peel back the layers and acknowledge what it is that lights us up or turns us on or how we want to express ourselves. Like you said, it's like the fountain of life. Everything else just flows from it. And it, I mean, for my own personal journey, that's been the same as well. And um, that has happened through working with you. You know, we started working on sexuality and I had the spiritual side as well. And I was like, well, I need, I want the two to come together. And it was just one thing at a time that we slowly started working through. And I mean, I look back to who I was three years ago and I'm like, who was that person? (laughs) (laughs) Look at you now. Look at you now. And this is just the beginning, Jasmine. Like, Not even the tip of the iceberg for all that you're here Mm. to experience and give and share with the world. Mm. So exciting. And, And I feel that way too within me is that there is this once we're on this journey and once we know the path and we've gotten our wits about us, we're like, Ooh, I get it. It's okay to go into the shadow. When we do like, we get to reclaim more of our soul every single time we go into the dark and bring it to the light. And so we start getting this confidence along the way. Like we've, we've seen the fruit and like, okay, we can continue on this because there's more fruit to be had. There's the sexuality piece. There's the spirituality piece. And then of course there's the abundance piece and aligning the way that we we spend the best hours of our day with the gifts that our soul is here to give and being able to charge accordingly mm-hmm. and being able to know our value and to speak value into other women's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And that's been like a huge part of, you know, the women in the, the current um, school. It's just really expanding our minds to the possibilities that are available to us and not diminishing ourselves and our worth and what we do and what we have to give to the world, but honoring the value that we do give through our various skills and expertise. Um, And there is, you know, there is this thing I think sometimes where women or not specifically women, but just People aren't happy when you want to, you know, charge what you know your value is, but they're more than happy to go to a designer store and spend a couple of thousand dollars on a handbag that probably actually hasn't even been made ethically or sustainably either. So it's, I just find it often quite ironic that we're so quick to spend money on things that don't contribute to the actual benefit and good in the world 
But then when someone comes forth with trying to, um, you know, do something that's good for humanity, people are like, oh, no, 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 that's, right. that's too much. Yeah. And it just, it speaks to where most people hold their value, but mm. that's and how we spend our money aligns with what we value every time, like secretly, you know, we may not, mm-hmm. we not, may not be conscious of it yet, but if you just look at your credit card and just, it's a really, you know, confronting experience be like, yeah. as the way that I'm spending my money truly reflective of what I say I want or the world that I want to live in. And, and I think that is changing that as women do that at work of just introspection, it's like women who say, I want wholeness, but nothing on my bank account, <laughs> nothing in this statement reflects that desire that needs to change. Mm. And I mean, I envision a world where we pay our healers and coaches and mentors like basketball players, yeah. let them be the stars. Let them, and then also like, that's the celebration of each other that, cause we can't help it. Once we get our freedom, we then become a wayfinder for another woman. Yeah. Like our whole essence changes. Our whole presence then becomes the permission another woman can step into to reclaim her own. And so it's so much bigger than a product. It's so much bigger than one-time service. Like what we get to do is help a woman shift her entire energetic signature so that the rest of her life ripples out in a more integral way with mm. her own soul. And so, yeah, the women that I'm training up, like I'm making sure they charge accordingly. And, and this is the thing, we are the pioneers mm. and I love that movie from Kevin Costner in the 1990s, early 90s. You were too young, Jasmine. Yeah, way too young. My, my peers, my sisters in their 40s will appreciate this. The Field of Dreams. That movie where the whole message is, if you build it, they will come. Mm. So this is one of the messages that I speak to the women I mentor. is that you decide the business that you want. Mm. And let's price it in alignment with your true value of the transformation that you're creating. Mm. And that, that foundation will then attract the right clients. Yeah. The right students. And that if you try to do it in reverse, you're just playing into the patriarchy where it's always the ex- external things deciding the internal things. Like yes. someone else yeah. decides what your value is. Someone else, you know, and that's like, we got to change that up. We got to mm-hmm. switch that around to help women claim their value. And of course, like, back it with the skills, of yeah. course, that's a given. Like, you know, once you know you can create results in another woman's life and help her come home to all parts of herself, yeah. you know, like that's the integrity that you have then to help her value that journey so mm-hmm. that she will honor it all the way through. Mm-hmm. And we're charging pennies. It's too easy to dismiss something and flake on something, right? Yeah. And so- Part of the reason that I encourage my students to charge appropriately, appropriately meaning like it's, it's got to sting a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's actually got to really tap into that woman's like um, upper limit where she has to make a decision. Like, am I going to actually do this thing differently than I've done other things in the past in the world of self-help? Or am I going to experience what I've experienced before, which is to peter out and to just, um, disappoint myself again? Or am I going to invest in a pathway, which the person that I'm working with, the mentor will not let me hide, will mm. not let me back away because I'm paying her good money to hold me, hold my hand. 
Yeah. And I think also the more often, the more money that we invest in ourselves, the more value and weight that we put on it. So we actually do the work, Um, you know, sometimes when people charge the lower rate, you don't put as much value on it. So you skip out on it and you're not as in a hundred percent attendance. And so I think that's why there's some often needs to be like the higher price value with things because one, there's value to it, so much value. And like, you know, as an individual, you're going to put the effort in. It's like when you pay weekly to go to the gym, you know, you're going to go to the gym because you've already paid for it and you don't want to waste your money. Mm-hmm. Same kind of concept. Membership that's only $19 a month. How often do you go to the gym? But if that gym membership was $1,019 a month, you would get your butt to the gym. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, because we do live in a consumer society, we got to kind of play with play with things the way they are to help people grow. Mm-hmm. You know, there may be one day when we have a different way of doing things, when it's not this setup. And, but right now, like money talks, yeah. <laughs> and you're going to align your values with what, you know, you're going to align your values and you're going to invest in the things you say that you want. And, um, yeah, I remember having this experience cause like, I was just, man, even before I was a coach, I was a photographer and I really struggled with the business side of things and charging the value of what I was giving. And, and, you know, it was just such a weird experience of like telling people what it costs for a session. And then someone saying, I can't afford it, but then them getting their hair done the next day for, and spending $300 on getting their hair done. It's yep. like, you know, and so, and I know anyone who's in like uh, runs their own business or is in the service industry, you probably have your own stories like this, where you work with clients where you're like, dang, that hurts. Yep. <laughs> and so that's, that was just for me, a, a life lesson being like, it's not about someone else deciding what my value is. It's about mm. me deciding what my value is and really having that integrity and trust in myself that I'm going to bring 10 times that to my client, mm. whatever I charge. Like my goal is to bring 10 times, at least that much to my client in terms of value and what they get out of working with me. Mm. And once I have that alignment, yeah, I can charge whatever I want. Mm. But so can you. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> Like that's part of the work that we do too. Knowing our value doesn't come from the dollar figure that we charge or the service that we have to offer. Our value comes from deep within and we we just have our value in us. We don't have to know that we're earning a certain amount of money to be, okay, now I am of value or anything like that. That's just bonus stuff on the side. And it's just the fun part, right? It's the... you get to continue expanding into what is my potential. Mm. I don't know my potential, but I know that if I keep on this path and there's more and more that will be revealed to me and there's more expansion and more grounds to, to reclaim. And so it's also about worthiness and deservingness and recognizing they are different yeah. quality. Like the deservingness that comes from the honey pot. Mm. And it's like, almost like this like selfishness like yes I want pleasure yes I deserve pleasure and it's like just this beautiful energy of like yes I want that and so I deserve that and I'm and it's just like that's where we get this goddess energy of people just owning it like when they're just stepping into their full sexuality and it's like yeah she's feeling herself we all feel her because she's feeling herself yes and deservingness you know and it does not come from the outside it comes from that inside connection to your own 
beautiful pleasure and eroticism and just like, yeah, I'm here, I'm owning it. And then worthiness is the quality, I would say, of the crown, like that energy center, which you're connected to the great beyond, whatever you want to call that. But that's what gives you like this ability to hold your head up high, your connection to something so much greater than you. And but that greater than you is flowing through you. And you are never less than anyone else on this planet. No one belongs here more than you. You don't have to relate to anyone from a place of inferiority, even if they have more more accolades than you do or more quote unquote success. Like your worthiness is part of you just being here. You're a human being. Every single human being has dignity and is wearing that crown of light. And when a woman can really own that for herself, she doesn't have to continue the way that she has been, which is maybe relating to her peers or even her clients from a place of inferiority, apologizing all the time or being jealous of the women who have more or what she wants because she knows it's made for her too. She's made for that too. I want to join again. I know, right? We get <laughs> deepening this work. This is what's, I mean, every single time I run the Embody Academy, I mean, it just gets that much richer. Yeah. Because I'm more immersed in it. And women come back and they add their experience. And I love that women really are seeing this as, oh, yeah, this is not like a program like any other program. Yeah. This is really a container for my continual metamorphosis into the woman I desire to be. And I get to be so present with who that is. And that's the fun and exciting part is like six months from now, like what's going to be the next level of Jasmine? Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, especially because this is the, we're beginning this now. It's like we're the early years of this school. That I really envision us growing old together. Because mm. why not? Why not create a community online where there's longevity and sisterhood over the long haul? And it's not like a program you, you know, just like, oh, thank you very much. See you later. Good luck. But it's like we actually get to create a relationship where we get to be in it for the long haul together. And I get to witness you in many different evolutions. And you get to witness me through many different evolutions. And One of the things that I crave in my life is more continuity and community. And I don't want it to be just the three months and we're done or six months or nine months or even a year, but I want to be a part of someone's trajectory. And I want to at least be in their corner in some small way Mm. to continue cheerleading them on. Because that's also something that I don't have in my mentors and really wish I did. And something that I can now choose to give to the women I mentor. Mm. Yeah, I love that about working with you is that I never feel that once we're done together, it's like, okay, have a nice life. Um, I love the depth of the support, continuous support that you offer. And it's, it comes from such a genuine place within you of just wanting to see so, so many women continue to thrive you know, just as you continue to thrive, you wanting to make sure that everybody else gets that same experience as well. And like no woman left behind. No woman left behind. The same thing, like we only go as fast as the slowest part of us can go. Like in community together, like you won't be, you won't be left behind. There are mm. people there to support you. And when you're having a hard day and when you hit a wall, 
you have people around you, you have me with you speaking life and encouragement from someone who's on the other side of whatever that block is. And the, the power in just the feminine way of doing things, it's one thing I really value where I don't have to lead from a pedestal. Yep. And when I am coaching women and teaching women how to be coaches, there is the permission to be, to la- allow all of yourself to belong and show up, that you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to save anyone. That really the biggest gift you can give another woman is your presence mm. and mirror for her, her wholeness. Mm. And, and you guys do that for me and I do that for you. And so we have this beautiful thing where we each get to be women. We get to show up as we are. We don't have to be perfect. And you get support and you get to see what it's like that you don't have to just fulfill a role, a duty. Like now I'm a coach or now I'm a student. It's like, no, we like play these musical chairs, which is life. You know, we shape shift into all these different roles and identities. And that's part of the feminine genius to become masterful that you get to be a guide for other women and you get to be someone who needs guidance. And it doesn't make you any less than or any less whole, or you get to be a mother and then shapeshift into being a seductress lover, like all of us can belong. And so, yeah, it's just a joy to be able to be experimenting with all of this and then seeing it work. It's working out (laughs) (laughs) because it's not really been done before. As far as I know, it's like this more feminine way of leadership and um, the school itself. I mean, most models of schools and training centers or programs, it's very masculine still, even if it's run by a woman, as there's a someone who's the boss or who's the leader and you don't really get very much direct access to her and she doesn't necessarily know what's going on in your life. And there's a feeling of hierarchy yeah. of she's superior and you're inferior somehow. And she has the answers and you're the one seeking <laughs> you know what I mean yeah but yeah. all that yeah that's at the school of feminine wholeness yes and I can confirm that that is correct as well like Morgan is you know not sitting in a chair above us she's in the circle with everybody and I love your rawness through it all as well and your just realness you're not here to put on a show and pretend to be somebody else you're 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 you <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm living and we're all living as we go. And this is yeah. the thing that we don't get when we're children, right? Because we don't have that awareness. But when we look back on it now, we're like, holy cow, our parents were figuring out parenting as they were parenting. Yeah. They didn't like get a master's degree in parenting and then we were born. Like, no, they were learning on the fly. And so <laughs> yeah. and that's the beauty of this is that I'm learning as I go too. And of course, the longer I do this work and the more women I help, I have that confidence that comes from so many testimonies and case studies. But as, as far as like up-leveling, there's always more to learn yeah. and there's always more expansion. And um, I never want to hide that from the women that I'm mentoring. Cause I feel that so much value comes in learning from each other's mistakes or yes. where we've had resistance or blocks or felt a loss of confidence or disbelief in ourselves, and how did we go through that like I don't want to just learn from my mentors like the formula like I want to know the real soulful stuff like what did you do when you really doubted yourself Mm. take me through that moment Mm. what did you do when you messed up in this big way publicly take me through that moment Mm. and that's where the realness comes in and I feel like you know if we're gonna do wholeness work that's gotta be pretty dang real yeah that's so (laughs) true (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, wow. Okay. So when does the next round start? The next round officially begins March 3rd. And so this is, this is what's special about this year, because this is the first official year of the School of Feminine Wholeness, which has three pathways in it. And this year you can jump in as a practitioner, you can jump right into the Embody Academy, or you can jump right in and do the full year coaching track to become a certified feminine wholeness coach. Next year, there's gonna be prerequisites. Mm -hmm. And so the practitioner four month journey, um, it may be condensed into a week long, like seven day retreat, we'll see. Mm -hmm. When we can all travel again, that would be amazing. Yay. I look forward to leading in-person experiences. Um, but that will always be the prerequisite, even for the Embody Academy. Yep. And so the Embody Academy will have the prerequisite for, uh, as the practitioner program. And then for women who want to go on and become certified coaches, their prerequisite will be the practitioner and the Embody yep. in the future. Because yep. it's really important to me that if a woman is a coach, that if she's calling herself a feminine wholeness coach, that she has spent the time to really embody her own wholeness. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't happen in a weekend or in a couple of months, nope. but it's this journey of continuing to use the tools. And, and as you use the tools, like awakening to new levels of what they even mean or what they're doing within you. Like, haven't you had that experience Jasmine? Like as you've gone through and like, Whoa, like the next level of like, now I understand like why yeah. I do this. All I the do time. Embodiment, right? Like, yes. It, that much richer and then your job as a coach becomes that much more effective mm -hmm. and that more joyful for you that you don't have to lead these sessions from your head but you really get to work with the client from your full presence and that's going to give her so much greater of a transformation because mm -hmm. we do transmit most of our power through the unconscious mind yeah like just like the mirroring what's happening like women pick up we pick up from each other from each other's presence and that vibration. And if a woman has already done the work to reclaim and embody her wholeness, then as soon as she steps into the role of a coach, that woman who works with her is gonna get to get her freedom that much faster. So yeah. that's what's happening. And then, so this year, what's special is at the Embody Academy, I'm only running one Embody Academy this year. Okay. And it's nine months long. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. It's really in depth. So we are, I just had this like desire to have this experiment of working together for six months and having a pause in the training, but having boxer access to me. And so you get a chance to go out, use everything you've learned out there in the real world without like trainings every single week. And then whenever you hit an obstacle or a resistance comes up, you can just boxer me for support for six weeks and then we come back again for another three months four months wow and even deeper. so it's going to be a, an incredible year and it's limited number of seats in the embody academy and this year the coaching program i'm only i think i'm only going to accept five women yeah i really love this past year mm -hmm. with you like just the five of us like it's been so powerful to have it that intimate and be able to mentor you as coaches and so as we build this, it's going to be really intimate in the beginning. So it's a special, it's a special year to kind of step into this work. If you really value intimacy and support at yeah. that direct level. Yeah. And if, okay, so if someone wants to chat to you a little bit more or they're keen to just sign up, they're ready to go, what's the process? 
Yeah. I would love to meet everyone, just have a one-on-one -on -one chat with everyone, just because it is such an intimate school and community. So you can schedule a one-on-one -on -one with me. It's free. Go to morgandacecil slash book a call. Maybe you can put the link out. I will. I'll pop the link in the show notes. Cool. Or if that fails, you can just always reach out to me on Instagram, morgandacecil, and send me a DM and let me know you'd like to learn more. And we can go from there. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Oh, so exciting. I am so excited for everyone that chooses to say yes. It is going to be life-changing. Um, I mean, yeah, like I said earlier, I've been in it from March and I can't believe it's only been in March this year, like 2020 that I started. It feels like <laughs> three, four, five years have gone by. Yeah, that's nine months. That's nine months. So the journey you just had is what the journey other women in the Embody Academy 2021 will get to go through. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. magical. Yeah. Let's imagine a new kind of womanhood together and just see the fun of that and the delight in that. And let's decide to, to be in each other's life for the long haul. You yes. know, why not create an online community that we get to grow old together? Mm, yes, I love that. Yeah. So thank you. So much jasmine you are the embodiment of feminine wholeness the jasmine it's so beautiful to see you step more boldly into who you're created to be and i'm inspired by your work in the world i'm humbled by it that i got to be a part of it and just to walk side by side with you thank mm. you so much for all your cheerleading of me and just the gift of being in my life Thank you. I'm so, so grateful every day that I've had the opportunity to work with you and to, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful that um, you chose a path that was less traveled so that I could follow it as well. And all the other women that are to come, it's just absolutely incredible and so much freedom is found. So thank you. And thank you for coming on the show again. It's been amazing. I'm just going to say the delight multiplies. Like I just was like getting a vision during that silence, like little pause of just the uh, constellation of women that are going to be led up by your work in the world and, and how this delight that's so personal to me is now yours and is going to become so personal and real and embodied in the women that you touch. And, and this is what it's about. It's about this love, this love that we get to shine and enjoy in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. We don't have to, um, to wait to come fully alive and to really trust what lights us up and, and really get the fullness of what it means to be human and just connect with each other and trust the spirit and whatever that looks like for us and the breadcrumbs that come and just the joy and excitement of the unknown continuing yeah. Say yes to it. Full body yeses. Yeah. It's exciting. I feel like we should say grace and peace and wrap it up. <laughs> grace and peace. <laughs> I can't wait to connect with each of you. If you're a friend of Jasmine, like you're an incredible person. If you're in Jasmine's world, like I want you in my world. I'm so honored <laughs> to be here. So thank you so much for having me again. Mm, thank you again. 
Thanks for tuning in to this latest podcast episode. If you would like to be on the podcast, share an experience, or you want to request a specific topic, you can reach out to me through my website, www.consciousexuality.com.au or via Instagram DM at Conscious Sexuality. If you are interested in working with me at all, you can also reach out to me via the contact form on my website or through a DM on Instagram as well. And if you've got any other questions about anything that I've ever spoken about or a guest that's been on the show, you can reach out to me through those channels as well. I'd love to connect with you. Thank you.